Shut Up, the movie podcast where we watch horror films because he likes them. But she don't. But then we talk about them because she does like talking about them. And he does too, as long as it's about horror Especially movies. this one. Yeah. So we got to see Candyman, the new one from 2021. In the theater! Directed by Nina DaCosta and written by Jordan Peele, Wynn Rosenfeld, and, and Nina, Nina DaCosta. Da and, and this is DaCosta's Candyman. I'm sorry. I know Jordan Peele is a producer. Mm-hmm. When when you're speaking of a woman director, and when typically you you call a movie by the director's name and then the title of the movie, do not disservice Nia by calling it Jordan Peele's Candyman. She's only 31. Yep. What am I doing with myself? <laughs> she also has been hired to direct. Okay, so first and foremost, this is the first number one movie by a black female director. Yes. At 22 million, which is kind of low, but pandemic times. I, th- I think it was 28 million. Oh, is it 20? Tw- last... Something like that. And, yeah, but number one at the box office this weekend. And we were part of that. This yes. is the first time we have come back to the theaters after watching Onward. Yes. on The the Disney Pixar movie Onward. We took our son to see it. And, and then everything the... shut down. And then everything shut down. And, and we've we been were uncomfortable very, about very going uncomfortable, to the movies. Yeah. Like, even going to the movie now, I was a little uncomfortable yeah, being there. But we did it. But we did it. And it was fun. Everything is fun. Fine. It was a little too crowded for me. A little too crowded, but you know what? We got fried pickles. Mm-hmm. And if we got you're, some popcorn. If you're in Texas or around, I think they have a couple Alamo draft houses in New York. If you're near an Alamo draft house, get their fried pickles. You won't be sorry. We like them. It's amazing. So anyway, we watched The New Candyman. And uh, uh, so I guess we can do content warning first. Yeah. Uh, there's some gore. There is. There is a lot of uh, racial issues, but I mean, we're talking about Candyman. The yeah. original didn't tackle these nearly as severely well, as we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, as well as they this one does. But there there are a lot of and if racial violence. So you know if that's a trigger for you. And there's a kid murder. Yes, there are children that get murdered. A couple. There's child endangerment. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some body horror stuff, but not super bad oh you're talking about the hook well yeah there's well like that was the, like the most incredible his, his hand like that yeah. ongoing thing with his okay. arm there's some slightly predatorial um yes there, there's a there's a guy who keeps getting young girlfriends and uh, some creepiness there yeah but it gets called out and yeah and then would you give this one a oh hell yeah like i don't don't get me wrong this is a great movie but it does have its flaws so yeah, don't so go we're in we're gonna talk about them a little bit here yeah but all in all like i think this is an important piece of, of media yeah media. It, is. it is amazing like we discussed it and that night i was like okay let's just pretend it was like the greatest movie of all time because that's what i'm feeling like but that might just be because we were inside of a theater didn't have to pause for somebody to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Didn't have to go check on her screaming daughter, like because she doesn't want to go to bed. Like this is the first uninterrupted movie I think we've watched in a very, very long yes. time. And riding that high, I was like, okay, I'm either really excited about this movie because it was a movie in the movie theaters, or it's a really good movie. And I decided that it is both. But we did talk about criticisms the day after which i think is fair yeah like it's not going to be the best movie it's ever. not a perfect film There's but always... it's a good film yeah to get in the story it starts in 1977 in a quick scene yeah. we see a boy taking his laundry down to the laundry room in in cabrini, in cabrini green, green. Mm-hmm. Uh, this w- was a projects um area in 1977 and so he goes down and he starts his laundry and there's a hole in the wall behind the laundry room and he 
I don't know. He thinks he hears something in there, and but he like just kind of keeps his eye on it. Goes puts the laundry in, and as he's leaving, he sees a piece of candy on the floor. And he hears the piece of candy get thrown out. Looks down, sees the piece of candy. He goes down to pick it up, and then somebody steps out of the wall. But you see it in the reflection of the door. And he screams, and the police who have been looking for somebody, like because they flashed a picture for him, and he just walked, kept walking. He hear it, and then it cuts to modern time when we meet anthony and he is a artist anthony mccoy he is an artist like he's a painter who is kind of past his muse time you know he had a really good good idea he had and a did good... a lot on that series but hasn't come up with anything new for the last couple of years he's been kind of floundering and not yeah, really his work is derivative of itself yes and his girlfriend is an art gallery director named brianna they it starts off with them having dinner uh, with brianna's brother and the brother's boyfriend whose names i can't remember he's white they start telling the story the <laughs> the brother turns off the lights and lights some candles because they're a little bit tipsy and he starts telling the story of helen lyle who and was her, her gay brother is a wine snob snob yes and i freaking love this because number one he found some success mccoy found some success as an artist he is in a long-term relationship so much so that they live together with a, you know, African-American art gallery manager. I don't mm-hmm. know what to what to call that. Uh, but they're successful black people. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want wanted to see of this film. Because we talked, I felt like the one from the 90s. Yeah, 1990 something. Yeah. Two, four, somewhere in there. The one from the 90s, it showed almost all of the people of color in the movie were of lower socioeconomic mm-hmm. status. And so... Right off the bat, I'm like, yes, give me something new. Give me the success story. Give me this. So anyway, the <laughs> the fact that the gay brother is wine snob and knows his wines mm-hmm. better than I ever will. The fact that she's like has this really cool apartment in the spot where Cabrini Green stood. Yeah, part of Cabrini Green had been tore down tore to down. be gentrified. And so there's this really cool, like, it's gentrified, but it's successful mm-hmm. people of color in it. So is it better? I don't know. Anyway, so he tells the story. He tells the story of Helen, and that's kind of the story of the first movie, except we know that Candyman was real, right? Like, eventually we found out in the movie that Candyman was real. It wasn't Helen imagining it. But everybody else just thinks this white lady went crazy, killed a bunch of people, and then tried to burn a baby in a big fire. The people of the Caprini Green saved the baby, and that's the story. Mm -hmm. But something about that story sparks anthony like it just hearing it he for some reason he connects with it mm-hmm. and so they start he, like he starts digging into things and, and starts... he goes to like he jumps the fence to go to the abandoned buildings of cabrini mm-hmm. green like just the the side buildings not the high rise but the side buildings and he starts taking pictures of graffiti mm-hmm. much like helen Ly- mm-hmm. lyle 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 yeah Helen Lyle did in the first one where she, you know, took pictures of all the graffiti that's sweets for the sweet and all of that. So he's taking pictures of that graffiti and he runs into Burke, Burke, who runs the laundromat. Mm -hmm. And he tells Anthony about the rest of the story. Mm -hmm. So he was the little boy at the laundromat. And so what happened after the movie cut was that the police run down and he talks about how the guy who came out of the wall, his name was Sherman, Sherman Fields. And he was, he had a hook for a hand and he would just give candy to kids. He was a friendly kind of, trying to be nice, kind of an oddball little uh, guy, but like nobody, not going to hurt anybody. Yeah. But the police run down because 
somebody had put a razor blades a razor blades in a white girl's candy. A white girl found a razor blade in her candy, so and so of course it was him. Yeah, they run down there because you know they their their very thin reasoning is like, oh, he gives candy to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people in Cabrini Green. Let's not hurt. You know what I mean? Anyway, so the police run down there and and beat him to death. And Burke that has is a his, hard hard scene to watch. The the. There was a part where Burke's like, I saw true terror when he realized the police were running down. Mm-hmm. Like that, like you see Sherman's face, just like he Crumple. doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't want to. He's not blaming the kid or anything. He's not blaming young Burke, but like he knows that he, he's about to die. He's about to die. The police run down there and and they beat him to death. But then they keep finding razors and candy because it wasn't Sherman. You know, we know for sure. So. That his like Burke's like well now if you say Candyman five times in the mirror Sherman will show up mm-hmm. and and kill whoever said his name so this is the first time that Anthony's heard the name Candyman right or did did the brother mention Candyman I can't remember I remember he told the Helen Lyle story I think he mentioned quickly that like she was investigating something called Candyman but yeah. anyway yeah. Anthony starts doing a, a exhibit exhibit piece about Sherman yeah. And the Candyman legend. And it is very on the surface literal. Like there's a black face with white fists with blood, in blood yeah, spattered all over it. So it is very much like very shallow. There's no depth to it. No room for interpretation. His girlfriend who runs the gallery tells him this and he's like, no, but it's going to be a whole like it's going to be an interactive piece. This is, this is one of the series. Like I'm going to make a series and. He's trying to sell it, and and she's like, I, I, no, I see exactly what it's going to be, and it's just very surface. He does it anyway. But she, she still agrees that she'll put it in with another artist that she has. He's got. Well, a show it's not up, up to her. It's up to the dude who has a proclivity for young women. Well, he was young the other. Oh, he, was he the other owner, or who was he the other art guy, like the other? guy who worked at the uh, gallery i can't remember he's the one that is doing the summer show okay so he's the one that has to approve this piece to go in so she sets up a meeting with him and he's trying to prove it to her before he shows it to him mm-hmm. and yeah anyway it gets put into the thing because he feels like he has to because it's her boyfriend and he expands on the piece a little bit by yeah. The, he sets up a mirror, and you open up the mirror, and you can look in and see the paintings. And there's, like, five different paintings hung at different levels, so there's lots of levels to it. And I, I enjoyed it, but it was very much a, like, here is the meaning of this <laughs> yeah. painting. Part of the thing is it inclu- includes the story on a sheet of paper, and they're mm-hmm. like, say, it's called Say say His Name, right? Say My Name. Say My Name. And you look into it, and you, you're supposed to say Candyman five times. While you're looking in the mirror. And nobody does it because, you know, like, okay, this is goofy. But the he gets drunk after talking to an art critic who's just like, yeah, this is pretty pretty shallow. I can see why you hit it behind a mirror. <laughs> like, yeah. And she also says something about how you people are the ones who really gentrify neighborhoods. And he's like, what the hell do you mean by you people? And she's like, artists. Yeah. You come in and you exploit these neighborhoods and then... Very thin thinly veiled racism and i just wanted to punch her and i was like "Ooh!" like in the theater i was like "Eh, that's not the move man that's not the move i wanted to punch her but anyway but anyway he gets drunk after that and starts giving shit to 
uh, Brianna's co yeah. theater art guy, and like they're they kind of bitch, like they're catty towards each other there, and Brianna's like drags him out of the thing. Yeah. And there's a there's a nice moment of uh, humor here mm-hmm. where you get that release of laughter of did he just say what? Yes, bitch, I did, and like she drags him out the rest of the way. But yeah, it was it was great. Uh, so the other art guy and his very young girlfriend are cleaning up the gallery after everybody's left, lock the door, and they start to they they're beginning to have like some section like the like having sex but like they're moving towards that foreplay kind of thing on ramp to that situation and while they're doing that she because you know she's a joy division fan (laughs) we get it you like joy Joy division Division. yeah that that was one of my favorite lines anyway (laughs) she's like candy man she says it in the mirror five times then fucking candy man shows up and slashes her throat and And he doesn't know what's what's real and (laughs) is this real are you hello like and he, like, she had put one of her bondage pants or bondage skirt clips onto his belt. So he's, like, and literally, so he's, like attached literally attached to... to her. And he's trying to get it off. Go faster, go faster. And he says that must go faster. And I'm like, oh, my God, kill this guy already. I fucking hated him. He's the him. worst. Yeah. But so, so Candyman kills him, too. And it's very, it's very nice. But it's this really cool thing with reflections. So all throughout this movie, you're going to see... Candyman, but only in the reflections. You don't see him, like, whatever. So there's an, a camera angle that's from outside of the gallery, and you see him go up and try to open the... He locked the damn door yeah. himself. Like, I don't understand why he doesn't get the freaking keys or turn the whatever. Anyway, so he's, like, pulling on the doors, and then all of a sudden his leg floats up, and mm-hmm. he gets dragged back into the back of the gallery. And they get slaughtered in front of, but you can see him as he gets dragged back to the back. Yeah. You can see in the plate glass office Sherman. windows, you can see Sherman. And so it's just, it's really cool that you can see him in the reflections, but things are happening that don't include him. So they kill him in front of Anthony's mm-hmm. installation. So the, now the art critic wants. Some Wants more. a little bit more. He's on the news. They say his name on the news. And there's this part where I laughed and nobody else did. And I felt so awkward. But then, like, right after it, it was a nice little. They, they, they Like, you were moment. laughing at the build up to it. And then the moment happened and everybody else laughed and you didn't feel bad about it. Exactly. exactly. So he's watching the news and Anthony's just like, he can't help but smile because they're saying Anthony's name on the, on the newscast. And they're saying the name of his piece on the newscast. And he's like, <gasps> And then he looks over and sees Brianna, who had discovered the bodies and is having a very rough time, especially with what we find out here in a minute, mm-hmm. and her brother. And they're just looking at him like, what the f- – what is wrong with you? And he's like, no, but, like, I know it's a bad thing, but, like, they said my name. They said my name. <laughs> uh, oh, and by the way, when Anthony finds all this stuff out from Burke, he comes home and is – buzzing on like his inspiration and mm-hmm. oh i i know what i'm doing next and i have so much clarity and he's like oh and if you say his name five times so he turns her to their plate glass windows and in the reflection he keeps saying Candyman, and she's like stop it don't do it stop it don't do it and he says it five times and then she turns around and starts like pounding his chest with you know playfully mm-hmm. fists and is like i told you not to do it blah, 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 blah. what are you doing scared and they kind of like start making out or whatever and we see in the reflection Candyman. And mm-hmm. that's the first incantation. It's Anthony, like, summoning him with Brianna in the room. And so the second summoning is the Joy Division girl. 
but he summons him first. And when he's out there taking pictures, he gets stung by a bee, mm-hmm. knocks the bee off his hand. The bee falls down dead and gets attacked by ants, ants. Mm-hmm. which I think is a very, like, I'll talk about the symbolism later, but I, I love that visual. But the, the bee bite is going to start itching and getting infected and, and spreading yeah. throughout the rest of the movie. So, so yeah, so he... Like the hand, like he see, we see his hand is getting worse and worse. Like this little wound on his hand, and I think around here is when they have a nightmare. They each have a nightmare. He has a nightmare, and I can't remember what his is, but she, uh, Brianna, has a nightmare about her father. Turns out her father was also kind of a tortured artist who committed suicide in front of her. Like yes. he jumped out of a window while she was watching him and talking, talking to him. And, and he, so he turns to her. He, she goes, "Daddy, what are you doing out there? Why are you sitting out there?" And he goes. Did you know that your dad can fly? And then jumps. Look, and then jumps. And she's just standing there watching. Um, during this time, we also keep hearing about Anthony's mother. Anthony's mother wants, hey, contact me. Come, you know, come over for dinner. And Brianna keeps saying, like, hey, let's go to your mom. Call your mom. You need to talk to your mom. Because Brianna's like, your mom doesn't like me. And I want her to like me. She thinks I'm taking you away from her. So she. <laughs> She was like, yeah, your mom insinuated that I paid you money to not call her. <laughs> so call your damn mother. He goes to the hospital before he goes to his mother, doesn't he? Yes. yes but he talks to the critic first. Oh, yeah. There's the scene with the critic. He goes to the critic's house, and the critic's all like, well, with all these murders and everything that's happening, you know. <laughs> and so there's an extended scene of. And he calls her on her bullshit. Yeah. He's like. Oh, but us artists can, you know, we're yeah. the reason gentrification happens. And, and then she's like, well, and tries to walk back. But she's taking notes mm-hmm. in this, like, notebook. And he keeps pushing her to, like, well, say it then. Say, go, go say Candyman in the mirror five times. And she's I'll... like, I think it's a good time to go to the restroom. And he goes, I bet it is. And so she goes. And he has this extended scene where he goes into the mirror. Or, like, he looks into a mirror yeah. and sees... Sherman, he is Sherman. Like the reflection is Sherman, it's but everything one of those, he does, like, Harpo Marx, Lucille Ball yes. moments <laughs> where he like pulls up his hand and Sherman pulls up his hook, and like the hand with the bee sting mm-hmm. is the one with the hook on. Yeah, it. like the that scene happens. He gets his hand is getting worse, and I think that's the reason. He, no, he has he's supposed to have dinner with Brianna. He's supposed to have Brianna has a very important dinner that like all these this big name art gallery wants to talk to her about coming out to New York. And she's like, you can't ruin this for me. Come to dinner. And he shows up late because he was at the critics. But we see that as soon as he leaves the critics house, she said Candyman in the mirror because Candyman shows up and brutally murders her. Like, Oh my God. It, the people in the audience at our theater laugh because it was very tension filled, you know, uh, I don't think it was a funny scene, but... I... Okay, so you're looking at the outside of a building, and some lights are on, some lights are off. Mm -hmm. And so you see people watching television, you see, you know, it's little glimpses into their life. Well, in her apartment, you see him leave, him shut the door, and basically run out. And she's like, okay, that was weird. Turns around. She gets held up by her neck and Mm -hmm. so her legs are kicking and it she's no bigger than an ant right Mm -hmm. so you just see this 
like little ant kicking its legs, and then he slides her all over the well, like he the window. smacks her against the window so hard, yeah, like, and then the blood spurts, yeah, and then he and it's this is all tiny, yeah, and just smears the her against the window, right. But I'm thinking, oh, now they're going to be looking for Anthony because she was writing the notes about mm-hmm. their meeting. He can be seen. But Anthony doesn't know that she's dead yet because no. they go to dinner and he's just sitting at the end of the table itching his hand. Yeah. It's it's wrapped up, but he's kind of like picking at it. And the girl sitting next to him is like, hey, um, are you okay? Or like she's obviously grossed out. Yeah. Brianna's at the other end of the table like, knock it the fuck off. This is important. <laughs> and so they're having conversation and Daniel's just very twitchy. All of a sudden, everybody's phone rings at once, and it's a mass text or message about the critic being murdered, like her husband had found, and Anthony's like, oh, shit, and runs off. Yeah. He goes, around this time, he goes to the hospital. I'm not sure what happened. Like, I think there was something else that happened in between, but I can't remember. I think his face started. Yeah, like the, the wound on his hand has become really disgusting. It's gone all the way up his arm. Yeah. Like, the side of his face is starting to look kind of like honeycomb. Yeah. Like, it's... like. Pockmarked. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he goes to the doctor and she's like, Oh, it's nice to have you back here. And he's like, What are you talking about? I've never been here before. And she's like, You were born here. And he's like, No, I was born on the south side. And she's like, Well, the records say you were born at this hospital. And he's like, Huh. So he gets all bandaged up and then he just leaves. And that was a really cool scene of him just walking down this like tube mm-hmm. thing. But he's kind of like in a daze. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing his, like, painter's smock that's splattered in pl- black. That's what it is. I think he went home and started painting first. Mm-hmm. And, bef- and then he woke up with a piece of glass in his hand because him and Brianna, Brianna got in a fight. Because she, was, Cause gonna... she was trying to he summon w- him. Yeah, he was saying, you know, I think Candyman's real. And she's like, Candyman's not real. I'll show you. And so she says, Candyman, Candyman. He shatters the mirrors and it's like, don't do it. She runs off because this is him getting kind of violent. Yeah. And... She goes to her brother's house, and her brother's like, "Fuck Which, that guy." Smart. <laughs> yes. Smart. Fuck that guy. We'll go and pick up your pick up your stuff. You know, you're too good for him anyway. But then he tells her, "You can stay here as long as you want, as long as you don't try to summon him." Yeah. And like he's like, "I I ain't playing with that." So, after Anthony finds out, finds out he wasn't born where he thought he was, he goes to his mother's house, and we get to see his mom, who was. In the first Candyman, uh, Van- yeah. oh, what's the actress's name? Vanessa Williams, Williams. right? Uh-huh. Looking fucking fabulous, by the way. Like, uh, yes. Like she she was good looking in the '90s, but she looks like she's aged a day. Like a day, maybe. maybe she looks almost exactly the same. Like she is. Well, anyway, point being, he confronts her and she's like, "Yeah, um, he's." So like, I didn't want to tell you this. <laughs> he's like, "I've been reading about Candyman." And she's like, "Oh, well, we don't, we she, don't, we don't say she that." She goes, "Ah, oh, Nope, we don't say that name. And it's just like a perfect black mama thing to do. Like it's just a, it's a perfect like little don't don't you do it. Don't don't <laughs> say it. So we find out that Anthony was the baby from the first movie. Like yeah. his mom, Helen actually and she reveals that no Helen saved you from the Candyman. Mm-hmm. Like Candyman is real. Daniel Robitaille was a real person. And we all decided Cabrini Green decided Nobody was going to summon him again. Yeah. Until somebody did. And we weren't going to say his name anymore. And so Anthony's pretty shook up by this. He knows that Candyman's real. This is and proof he, that Candyman's real. He is so far into Helen Lyle mm-hmm. that he went and to the university that she was a grad student for and checked out a bunch of material. So he hears her voice. Mm-hmm. 
on the thing. And so, like, he actually knows Helen Lyle. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, the, he was the baby she saved. You know? Like, he, she killed his, his dog. His connection to this <laughs> has been his entire life. He was yeah. just waiting for the connection to come out. Uh, anyway, so we can get more to the, the subtleties of yeah, all that later. Um, so, Anthony, after this, is kind of a wreck. Goes to Cabrini Green and just goes missing. So Brandon's like, well, where the hell is he? And she finds the pin from Burke. And, who, and so she goes to his laundromat and to, to find him and see if he knows where Anthony is. And Burke attacks her and drags her down drags to her the down. basement. She opens a basement and is like, nope, and closes it because, yes, you don't. I'm sorry. When somebody's missing, you don't just go down basement stairs by yourself in a weird place. No. So she wakes up in a abandoned church yes. where Anthony is kind of just like drugged or dazed at the front of the church and she's tied up and Burke starts revealing like, here's what's going to happen. He saw like, he he's like, yeah, I saw the Candyman Sherman part start, but Candyman's older than that. Candyman is this kind of racial injustice that's happened to us over and over again for the last 200 years or mm-hmm. like it started with daniel robitaille but like sherman is also candy man and so is uh george stinney and so is james bird and so it, you know he just keeps saying names of yeah. people and so who were oppressed and victims of this racial injustice and we also find out that burke's sister had been murdered by candy man because yes. she she played the game in the mirror and so what he wants to happen is for anthony to get killed by the police creating a new Candyman legend. And now the Candyman will be a symbol of, like, vengeance against the oppressing people right. instead of the just more pain and suffering for the black community. So he gets the, the bee-stung hand and saws it off in a oh. very brutal scene and Ooh. shoves the hook inside, mm. tying okay. it off with a belt. And Brianna escapes and starts running around in the dark, under like the under... Like the catacombs, that, yeah. Yeah, of, of Cabrini Green. And Burke's running around down there, too, with, like, the last... Because, like, the last sacrament is what he says is some lollipops with razors in them that he puts one in his mouth. And I think he puts one... Or he's going to give the other one to her or something like that. Because mm-hmm. she needs to be the witness for everything. That way the, the story can get out there. And, like, Burke's chasing her around to, like, have her be the witness. And she ends up stabbing Burke to death with using the pin from Burke's... Yes. ...thing. Anthony shows up and is, like, dying. He's, he's dying. And mm-hmm. so she's laying on the ground holding Anthony when the police show up because Bert called the police. The police were going to kill Anthony. Right. And that's what would allow him to come back. Well, she's holding Anthony. The police she, show up. She's telling Anthony, just hold on. We're going to get you help. You hear those sirens? We're going to get you help. The police show up, see the hook in his hand, or hook hand, and, and shoot him. shoot him. Even though he's laying on the ground, they shoot him anyway. Mm-hmm. So they arrest uh, Brianna, handcuff her, and place her in the back of the police van. And I think that is the hardest scene. Like, seeing the... It's it's not easy to watch somebody's hand get sawn mm-hmm. off or hook jabbed into the, the missing place of the hand. Uh, that's not easy. But this is the hardest scene because at first you just hear gunfire. Yeah. And, and she's she not sure if she got hurt. And she's checking for her and then realizes it's him. There's blood everywhere. And she's just like open mouth sobbing. And like all you hear is that like high pitch after mm-hmm. a close 
gunfire in a movie kind of thing. And it's just like, God damn it. How many stories have we heard about this? And that's mm-hmm. why it's so hard to watch. Anyway, go ahead. So she she's in the back of the van and the police are like, hey, um, so here's what's going to happen. You're going to tell this story or else we're going to arrest you and you were accomplice in these murders and we had to we had to stop Anthony and you or you could tell your story in which you know the police accidentally shoot somebody and then we arrest you for all the, whatever like gives you the option and she's like okay I'll tell you whatever you want if you just let me see myself in the mirror so he turns the mirror to her and she says Candyman five times and then Anthony shows up but like his face is covered in bees Mm -hmm. and so like he starts murdering the police you can see in her eyes that when she's summoning him it's not to kill them it's to kill herself she's like okay you want me to fucking lie for you how about this how about you explain to your chief of police why my throat is slit by a guy with a hook for a hand while i was handcuffed in the back of your cruiser let's let's tell that story shall we like well, like Fuck this. Burke, this is Burke's plan. It, it it has come true because he starts just murdering the police. He's going to be yes. the vengeance against the oppressing people. So he just flat out murders all those cops. The cops in, that's in the car with her is like freaking out and can't escape because all the doors are locked. And then Candyman kills all the cops, kills him, lets Brianna out, and she starts running and she runs into Candyman who the the bees kind of part. There's this beautiful scene where Candyman's kind of circling the car, talking, and you see in each reflection, it's Sherman, and then it's Daniel, and then it's, uh, you know, like, Tilly, and, like, there's these other, the I other Candyman in the reflection of the cop car. God damn it. I love the reflections, and I miss that. So... I have to go back. We have to take <laughs> me back I'm fine with to watching this again. Um, and anyway, so she is getting out. Uh, her hands are still handcuffed behind her back dan like Candyman shows up one more time as robotai and and says tell everyone and then that's the end of the movie um that was Candyman. what'd you think of the new Candyman? i fucking loved it oh uh, there was a little thing at the end they did a lot of shadow puppets if you've seen i think it was the first trailer mm-hmm. they do these shadow puppets telling the story of the different candy men god i love the shadow candy man um and so yeah they, they did uh the this ending scene is like all the different candy man incarnations the the little puppet stories yeah so what'd you think i loved it i really love the symbolism his painting that is hanging up in his apartment that the gay brother the first one yes yes it's in black and, and yellow mm-hmm. and so it's a kind of black hands reaching for a noose around a black neck and it's a yellow noose and then you see other colorways of the same painting that's why i say it's derivative on itself you know and so he like that was one of his that's the the first thing he got kind of famous for right and just the imagery of the black and yellow and then when he gets stung on the hand Mm -hmm. and then swats away the bee like kills the bee and lets it fall and then it gets attacked and swarmed by all the black ants Mm -hmm. the black ants are the cops Mm -hmm. like there's so much symbolism between the bees and the bees are all the way throughout and it's on the inside of the mirror and then all of a sudden it comes outside the mirror and then like it's a real bee so the reflections become reality and there's this whole like 
stepping through the looking glass without actually like doing that cheesy ripple thing mm-hmm. like i fucking hate that shit it was cool for what it was in the 80s let it go let it die but just the play on the reflections and i'm mad that i missed all of the faces like i was listening to the words i think more mm-hmm. than the visuals there but i i i just love the symbolism and this is coming from a white girl i i think it's important what it has to say about candy man exists because the same fucking story happened over and fucking over and like when is it going to stop and it fucking sucks that there's so many stories of all the names they said i have at least that many real names that i could put in there mm-hmm. and it sucks. well some of the people they mentioned were real people yeah yeah uh anyway sorry go on. no that's that's what i thought of it i really really loved it i think she's an amazing director um, I was not scared for like the first half of the movie. And at first I was like, mm, am I getting used to horror movies? I'm not comfortable <laughs> with this. Like what is happening? Um, but I think it, it really was about, it really wanted to focus on the, the social commentary in the beginning of it and the gentrification of a neighborhood and all of that. And it's not to say that there weren't scary moments. Oh in the, no. But it was just, it was very slow build stuff. Yes. And then. The more gory stuff happened, like, after the white people were killed. Mm -hmm. And the people on my side of us were like, did they kill any black people in this one? And she was like, yeah, his sister, like, Burke's sister. Mm -hmm. But that was the only one. Everybody else was a a white victim. Well, and the police killing Sherman. But, like, Candyman himself, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Candyman didn't kill any black people except Except for for Sherman's sister back in seventy. or 80 or whatever right. like, yeah. and that could be a, a plot like that could like i could criticize that as a as a whole you know like why did you kill the sister mm-hmm. but well the, because like Candyman before the end of this movie mm-hmm. is the pain reflecting on it, it, its own people you know what yeah. i mean the, the pain of this suffering happening to reflecting i see what you did there <laughs> But that's what Burke wants to transform it into. He wants to transform it into a righteous anger instead of a, a pain just hurting its, hurting yeah. yourself. You know, he wants to turn it into something like a vengeance instead of, a, I don't know, a self-harming kind of thing. Right. And I think it makes more sense like this. Yeah. I think I think it does well in expanding on without getting rid of – it's been a while since I've seen Candyman 2 or 3, but I don't think it reverses any of the stuff from those ones. Daniel was the, like, main antagonist – or the main character – or the main Candyman through all that. The I like the idea of, like, oh, Candyman's not just a person. That way this Candyman movies can live on if they don't yeah. – if Tony Todd passes away because he's getting older, you know. It allows them to keep moving forward if they want to. But, on the other hand, uh, if that was such a big part of this, which it was, like for the Candyman mythology, it's it's not just... Why was Sherman almost always the person who showed up? You know what I mean? Where was Daniel? Like, he showed up one time at the end. Where was the little boy? Where You know what I mean? Like, where were these yeah. other Candymen? I think it, it would have played better had they shown up as well to also be part of the, you know... True. The, the mythos. Yeah, the mythos. Like, they're they're supposed to be part of the mythos, and instead, just Sherman keeps showing up. Which, don't get me wrong, he's, he's a great, he's great looking, like, it's it's a His great looking shadow. Smile. Oh, it, God. It, it invokes Candyman, the original character, with his long jacket and the hook for a hand and everything, without just being the exact same Candyman. But, 
I'm like, okay, but like, what about the other ones? Because yeah. like when uh, Anthony paints the pictures, he does he ends up doing portraits of all the Candyman, mm-hmm. and like we get to see him, and we see the picture of Daniel Robitaille, who was the original Candyman. But and we see the other ones, but like they never like they they show up once at the yeah. end of the movie. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think you could have added a little bit more there. I think the ending of this movie is a little too rushed. Yes, rushed. There needs to be another like. 10 minutes in there in the church specifically like burke's whole transformation from being oh Candyman's scary and all that to being like Candyman will be the thing it just it feels like it's not fleshed out enough to and i can't wait for the director's cut because i guarantee you there's more to that and evidently the first draft helen was supposed to be, play a bigger role mm-hmm. and i can see why they they cut that you know what i mean like but when i read about it i'm like Helen was a part, and if you're going to make a sequel to the first one, it feels like you kind of skipped out on some of her becoming, you know, that monster that she became at the end. Yeah. But that's fine. Like, I, I can see why they cut it. It's not really about that. This is a movie about something different. But... And it being so long since we've watched Candyman, I forgot that she became a monster at the at the end yeah. of it, you know? So I, I think it did a great job of telling the story of Helen Lyle mm-hmm. without... Making having, her a focus. Yeah, and without you having to go back and watch that movie. Mm. So it's a sequel, but it's a it's a self-contained sequel. And if this is where you're jumping on, you, you're going to do fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're watching it as a sequel to that movie, I, I could see where, where that criticism can come from. Um, let's see. Other than that... Like this movie is it's beautiful. Like there are some shots in here that Gorgeous, are great. Yes. Uh there I did have a problem again in the like cavern parts when she's running around and it's just like pitch black and you just see waves of a little too movie or like music video y in that scene. Yeah. But it, it didn't last very long. It's fine. Um overall this is a yeah, a very good movie. Yeah. And okay, menu? What are we gonna do a menu for this one? This we, feels we did uh, for the original Candyman, we did like honey candy, candy that mm-hmm. didn't come out very well. I ate a bunch of it though. <laughs> that was like um, that honey taffy. Yeah, honey taffy. Uh, but for this one, there's really not wine. Yeah, you could do Moscato. A, it's a dessert wine. Yeah, so have dessert and Moscato. <laughs> there you go. Um, I really, I really loved that the gay character wasn't a victim. Yeah, yeah, the gays made it through. Both of the gay characters made Both it through the, the movie. Both the gays made it through. So it's come time to rate the movie. Sure. Um, one to ten. What kind of scale do you want to use? One to ten bees. One to ten bees. Uh, one to ten hook hands. Uh. <laughs> one to ten candy men. Well, okay, I'll go with that. One okay. to ten candy men. Uh, I'm get the original one. I give an eight. I think uh, this one's at least that good. So we're gonna go an eight on the new Candyman as well. Uh, it's really well executed. It's I don't want to say it's better because I really love that first one, and I really want to watch this one a couple more times before I can say it's you know if it's better or worse. But right now, I'm I'm gonna give it an eight. What about you? I'm sorry. This is directed. This is a black story directed by a black mm-hmm. like director and a woman at that. So yes. By default, it is better than the original. <laughs> like, this is, I love when the story falls into the hands of the people that it should have been in in the first place. Oh, no, I gave the first Candyman a nine. Oh, no. shit. Yeah. You're going to have to bump that up. And I have no idea what I gave the first one, but I'm going to give this one a nine. Nine Candyman. Like I said, there there are some criticisms 
uh, of it, I do feel like, like what you said, the third act of it is a little rushed. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Uh, so, but when the director's cut comes out. <laughs> I'm hoping there is a director's cut of this somewhere. That Oh, there has to be. Like, why wouldn't there be? B. B. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm going to give this one a nine. All right. The Costas can't even a nine. Are you going to change yours? No, uh, I think an eight is still appropriate for this one. Um, <sighs> I think it's appropriate. I, I don't know if this is a nine yet because the third pra- the third act issues are, are pretty glaring. Yeah, I think I'm still going to go with an eight. I'm sorry. Punk ass bitch. <laughs> so uh, if you like the episode. Give us a follow on Twitter. Yes, at. Murder She Don't One. And then on Instagram at. Murder She Don't. And then at the other one at. Murder She don't uh, TikTok. That's what that one is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then join us next week where we're gonna watch. I don't know. It's a month from now. Um, yeah. You wanna do a creep show? It'll be right around Halloween, and we still haven't done a creep show. Sure. So we'll do the first creep show on. I guess this will be the second week of October when this comes out. Sure. All right. So we'll do creep show, and uh, yeah. Until then, remember. Candyman. 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 Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs>